Welcome to the Jazz Notes Podcast. I am your host, James Stratton, and tonight we're going to go over the game between our Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. The Jazz are returning back to Denver. Um, Well, not really returning back to Denver, but returning on the road in Denver after a one quick trip back home to Utah after their long uh, away stand. And uh, they take on the 6-6 Denver Nuggets going in at 8-4. This is kind of a revenge game for blowing our three three to one lead from the bubble. So um, it was really good to see these two teams back on the court and the rivalry really bubbling. And it was, you know, overall great to see. Um, kind of recording this very late at night. I didn't finish this game until just now. And it's about 11.30 p.m. right now here in the good old Utah. And... Uh, main reason why I had a little date night with the wife, and um, it was during the the Jazz game, of course, and so I just had it recording, and I honestly was just gonna probably watch the game a little bit, not re- kind of enjoy it more than take notes, and then I started thinking about it, and I didn't want to pull the Nets game where it, it was the same thing. I I went out with the family, and just didn't cover it mainly because it was such a lopsided win. I for the Nuggets, I didn't really think there was anything to talk about. Plus, it's an Eastern Conference team, so we only will maybe see them one more time this year, if any. And uh, I'm, I'm not too sure. I haven't researched that. I know we play the next again. Uh, but seeing how it's the Nuggets' uh, division rivals, a team that we lost 4-3 to three in a, a pretty close matchup at, at that seventh game, <laughs> losing by only two points, I decided to take notes and kind of gauge my assessment of where we stand against the Nuggets right now. So the two key injuries that are going on right now is, again, Joe Ingles is out with his Achilles tendon uh, soreness. Hopefully he's doing fine and we're just um, being more precautious than anything. Um, His iron and streak is going in the negatives now. So (laughs) uh, that's stupid. Anyways. So, and then Michael Porter Jr. for the Denver Nuggets is sitting out as well. So, let's get into the game. First quarter starts off great with a huge Donovan dunk. Um, and pretty good defenses start for us after Jokic hits his three-pointer at the very beginning. And Donovan Mitchell even gets a block pretty early into the game. Denver, ah, Denver, Denver is matching every Jazz score so far. Early into it, they're attacking a lot to the rim, uh, but Bogey is really looking good so far on our offensive ends. He's shooting his three-pointers and making them, and he's actually being a little bit more in control inside the paint. The threes are really dropping for the uh, for early for the Jazz. Um, Conley is looking very confident as well. Halfway through, the Jazz are up 18 to 12. Now, Jokic is just killing the Jazz himself early this game. He is controlling Denver's offense, and Denver goes on. Why do I keep saying Denver? What kind of accent is that? I don't know. But anyways, Denver go off on a 9-1 run. I lived in Denver for five years, so I should be able to say it, right? (laughs) So if you can't tell, I don't edit this because I just think that's... um, for being a, a indie podcast, I think that's uh, very uh, self-centered right now. Maybe if I get bigger and have someone can go in and edit for me. But 
I don't edit these. Maybe I'll take a first few cuts uh, at the very beginning. But anyways, back to Jazz basketball. Uh, Jazz offense is just stifled now. Uh, Again, we get into these hot and cold streaks, and it's happening in this game as well as far as on the offensive end. And uh, they only end this run on the defensive steal and fast break basket. Denver is not afraid to tack, but I've said it again. No team seems to be afraid to tack at the rim anymore with the Utah Jazz. Um, but at least this time there, there's an excuse. I know, uh, I forget who, uh, the Pistons. No, I, I don't remember. But at least at least mainly due to the, the threat at the three-pointer for Jokic. So getting uh, Derek Favors or Rudy Gobert to uncover from the paint really opens up the paint as well. Um, now Murray decides to start to be on fire for the first time this season. I've been kind of watching his stats so far, and he has not lived up to expectations whatsoever that he set for himself in the bubble. And I'm just getting frustrated because for some reason he likes to play well with us, right? So the Jazz, after one, are up 32-31. to 31. We do like to see those teams stay uh, below 25 each quarter for us because it's a really good indicator for uh, Jazz whether or not they're going to win this basketball game or not. The Jazz are mainly up barely uh, in this game, mainly to good three-point shooting and fast break points. Um, I believe it was uh, pretty much it was either a three-pointer or a fast break point, and I think one free throw. So... That's that's what's going on early for us. Getting into the second quarter, Denver is getting a lot of offensive rebounds early, and it seems like Rudy is only the one fighting for the boards on the Jazz end. Um, I saw, I just remember that Detroit Pistons game. It just seems like everybody grabbed a player by the jersey and boxed him out, and made sure that we got the rebound because uh, we were giving up too many offensive rebounds against the Knicks. Well, it's happening here in Denver as well. Jazz go on a little streak early, mainly due to the lack of experience and depth of the Nuggets bench. I mean, this bench is completely depleted from what we saw last year. They did lose uh, Plumlee, which I think was a very good backup to Jokic. Uh, Plumlee, I believe he went to Detroit, right? Um, so that's that's a I think that is a pretty big blow as for the Nuggets playing the Jazz because uh, Plumlee seemed to have a lot of uh, grit and uh, aggressiveness when he's coming off the bench. And then, uh, uh, not Will Barton, but, uh, <clears throat> man, I can't even think of his name. I think he went to Detroit, too. Or maybe I'm just thinking, um, man, why can't I think of his name? Anyways, uh, so they lost two pretty good key components from their bench, uh, Grant, uh, Jeremy Grant. Um, and it really shows. I mean, they had this like little 5-2 guard, I forget Falpazo uh, or something. I don't. <laughs> I don't even remember. And that guy was like a little spark plug, but he was just you know, when you see a toddler running around, you know, can't fully control the legs underneath them. That's kind of what he <laughs> reminded me of. He was just a little too aggressive and a little too small at the same time. But I can see why Denver picked him up. I mean, I mean, if he is, uh, he's he's definitely a spark plug, but that's for sure. They might not like us calling them spark plugs, those short people. At least 5'10 is short to me. Probably not to a lot of you. So, <laughs> anyways, back to basketball. Why do I keep on trailing off? All right, Jazz go 
on a little streak early, mainly due to the lack of experience and depth, and I said that already. Dang it. Mitchell is uh, not not getting any buckets after his first dunk. He hasn't really he hasn't scored at all after that dunk. And he is getting pretty good open shots. He missed a layup um, somehow. Um, but he is getting good open shots. It didn't seem, again, I, I, I'm on this group, and it seemed like he was just taking stupid shots. And he wasn't really taking dumb shots. He, was, um, he, was, he wasn't hitting. He definitely wasn't on the offensive groove that we're come to used to. Um, halfway through, Jazz are up 46-41 into the second quarter. And then, uh, man, Murray just loves playing against this Jazz team for some reason. Really looking like Bubble Murray again. Mitchell is getting to the basket, and he's missing wide open layups. He misses one again. Uh, they, you know, the announcers thought he was fouled, but going back to the free or a review, he was not fouled. He just missed it. The Jazz are having a terrible ending to the half. No buckets are dropping. It seems. And Denver is just aggressive at the end of the quarter, definitely making the Jazz uncomfortable this entire game, um, not really uh, letting them get to their sets. Uh, anytime that Rudy gets open down the paint, they smother him right away. And they're doing a very good job uh, just being aggressive overall. And, I mean, the Jazz need to do a lot of free throw drills. I like to see them above 80%. I don't think they've hit it once so far this season. And... Um, yeah, <laughs> and also way too many re- offensive rebounds. Uh, 10, 10 offensive rebounds to the Nuggets already. And it's not even the end, or it's not even uh, close to the end of the second quarter. I think it was like three minutes left when they got that 10th. Nuggets end the quarter on a 13 to 3 run. They uh, go into halftime up 58 to 53. Um, and they score 27 points to our 21. So, of course, our offense wasn't really there that quarter. Uh, Bogey broke a 9-0 and run with a 3, but then Murray hand, hits one in return, so that's where that kind of 13, or I think it was a 12-3 to run. No, they made a free throw at the very end. So, again, a little bit better on the defense as far as from the previous quarter, but not enough to make me happy, right? Uh, Nuggets are up due to the poor shooting of Mitchell and just bad offensive sets in the first half. They were shooting up a lot of... Uh, baskets at the end of a shot clock to avoid the violation and to be honest it was because of Jokic and Murray's early domination of the Jazz these two love playing against the Utah Jazz because we just can't stop them it seems like so let's get into the third quarter the Jazz can't afford a slow start into this quarter so uh, hopefully they don't get a slow start like they have the last few games but I guess we had one again, but luckily both teams were having a slow start. So Murray is finally missing his shots. Uh, the Jazz needs to crash the board and stop the offensive boards. Um, 17 of them already, uh, and we're not even through halfway through the third. Um, Gobert is very aggressive attacking this rim this quarter. Uh, I never get why he does those lazy lay-ins or... Uh, just, you know, these terrible hook shots that he sometimes does. And he just needs to just dunk it in. And he, he's doing it. He gets an and one on one of them. Um, so he just needs to be a lot more aggressive than what he's been so far. Last game he was pretty aggressive, but the, the game before that, that he, he just was not at all. Um, 
Halfway through the third, the Nuggets are still up 67-64. to And now Mitchell starts getting warmed up. He gets these uh, two layups in a row. He looks a lot more controlled. One of them is the and one. He gets hit. They, the refs try to say it wasn't. And then they agreed that he was collected by the time he got hit. Clarkson is really motoring at this game. I mean, what game isn't he motoring beside last game? Which he still got his points up, but it just didn't seem like it was a normal Clarkson last game. But he's picking up the offensive slack so far. Niang also is a different player from his first eight games by far. This is what we got used to last season, especially in the bubble. Someone very reliable, uh, gritty, getting offensive rebounds. And uh, there's one he got offensive rebound and went back up and got fouled by Jokic. Just, you know, he listened to a song by Celine Dion or something. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember what uh, musician it was. And I, whatever, whatever works, as long as it works. He found his thing, great. Um, Jazz are getting their own slew of their offensive rebounds finally, mainly thanks to Gobert. And Murray had zero points this third quarter, and the Jazz go up after 381 to 79. We score 28 points to their 21, so our defense is definitely stepping up. And again, defense wins basketball games for us because they create our offensive uh, firepower, I guess. I, we just get a defensive stop, and we just get so motivated, it seems like. Um, but the Nuggets have scored, well, excuse me, uh, Nuggets have scored more than 75 points so far this, into this game. I'd like to see them under 75 points going into the fourth quarter. And that's like a for sure win for us. I talked about it last podcast. I think we're five and O whenever we go into the third, fourth quarter and the, the opponent is at 75 points or less. So, um, I accidentally deleted all my references cause I was going to keep them up. So now I have to go back and, and restart or just listen to the end of my last podcast, right? And you can too. Go for it. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, Denver is starting a Hacker Rudy scheme, not letting him get easy buckets. And the Jazz are struggling at the free throw line as a team. And it's not just Rudy. Um, and then finally, uh, there's a lot of free throws going on early in this fourth quarter, if you haven't told, you couldn't tell right now. Rudy hits four free throws in a row, and hopefully now the hacking stops, which it kind of does. The defense is a huge improvement this half, really stifling the looks from the Nuggets, but the turnovers are also killing the Jazz. Every time we seem to pull away a little bit, the Nuggets find their way to pull back in, and that's what's killing us. Um, not killing us since we still have the lead, but whatever. Clarkson uh, ends our scoring drought with a great three, and halfway into the fourth, we're up 90 Two to eighty-eight. Donovan Mitchell is very focused now, and it's and he's making it to the rim and capitalizing on it as well. Um, three minutes left. I'm kind of doing more minutes because it's such a close game. So through three minutes left, the Jazz are up one hundred one to ninety-four. So we kind of pull out away a little bit. Rudy gets a and one on one point. So um, and then Rudy makes this big pass. It's the play of the game in my opinion. A big pass to Mitchell for a hammer dunk. Uh, he gets the offensive rebound. Mitchell does a backdoor cut. He bounce passes it to him in between Jokic and um, I don't remember who else. Uh, he, he looked confused though <laughs> when it happened, and it was just beautiful. So now two minutes left. The Jazz are up 103 to 96, and then Rudy misses two big free throws, and we just can't miss any at 
with a close game at the end of you know at the end of the game and then Conley misses too so yes free throw drills please I think Conley went zero for four and that's just impossible it seems like we can't have this and expect to close out a game well Denver is hitting their shots now of course and those free throws are really starting to hurt us now with Denver you know hitting them and Mitchell, although he, he saves us, and it, it kind of seems, Jazz are 105 to 102 with one minute left. And finally, we get some free throw makes. O'Neal makes two of them, and we go up 107 to 102 with 22 seconds left. Um, offensive boards have really hurt us this game um, because the Jazz could have sealed it. That There was a missed three-point shot, but we couldn't box out we couldn't i mean we could have had that rebound if we boxed out but we didn't um so the nuggets get it they kind of try to run a play afterwards kind of get confused and so uh malone the coach for coach malone for the nuggets had to call timeout after that timeout he sets up a beautiful play so murray gets his three-pointer to make it 107 to 105 jazz um and luckily, at the very end of the game, O'Neal finds Rudy for a big slam dunk. He was just alone in the paint. Did really seal the game 109 to 105 with like a second left. So, of course, it sealed the game, right? Um, so, you know, it, it was ugly at the end, to say the least. But, I mean, a win is a win, especially with this great offensive team as Denver Nuggets have been so far this season. Uh, it just does stink to see Murray and Jokic just have a field day with us. The rest of the Nuggets didn't show up this game. And it would have been a lot more lopsided if, if we held Jokic and Murray uh, defensively a lot better than we we can. I know we can. Um, we scored 28 points that third quarter to their 26. So overall, a very good d- defensive half. They only scored 47 points on us that half. And it's just good to see that. So let's go into like our team stats at this game. Um, field goal, we hit over our 50% mark with 51%. Three-pointers, we hit over that uh, 40% mark. I like to see us with 41 three-pointers. And then uh, another big one that I've noticed is anytime we get 60% of our field goals off of an assist, we usually win our games. I'm probably going to go in there now, and, and I think I think we are, I, I believe, 8-0 and whenever we get 60% of our field goals off an assist. 24 assists on 39 field goals. Um, let me run in real quick and see how many, because I was going to write this down, um, free throw or free throw percentage. I want to look at that. I like to keep it up above 80%. <laughs> We were 57% at 16 and 23. Uh, uh, let's see here. Clarkson hit his. Favors hit his. Niang hit his. So the ones that need to work on him in practice tomorrow. <laughs> Mike Conley, 0 for 4. Rudy Gobert barely hit over his 50% mark, but we, we should expect better. And Bo- Bogdanovich missed both his free throws. Free throws, zero and two. So those three need to definitely hit hit the free throw line tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but it was mainly Rudy Gobert. He missed six free throws. Um, he really got hacked that fourth quarter for sure, um, which was a smart move by Denver. Um, we lost the rebound battle by far, fifty-two to forty-six, and we gave up twenty 
three offensive rebounds. 23. That's a lot. We had 36 rebounds total, and they got 23 offensive rebounds. That shouldn't happen. We should have had like 20 more rebounds. Well, I'd say by going by stats, we usually give up 10. So 13 more rebounds, we would have won the rebounding battle. And I'm pretty sure we would have really ran away with this game as well. 13 turnovers, like to keep it at 12, four per four or three per quarter. So we were pretty good on that. So let's go into the F note, C note, ABC notes. Uh, so F note is our worst player of the game. I didn't really have one because everybody had their bad moments, but everybody really had a solid game. Not not too bad. I was going to put Maya Oni, but he did defend Murray very well that second half, so I decided not to do it. He didn't take any shots. He only had like two rebounds, and that was it. No other stats, but he did defend Murray really well, make him uncomfortable that second half, so... He did his job. I mean, I'm not going to give someone an F note for doing his job overall. Um, Donovan Mitchell, I gave it to him, but just his first half performance. Two points on one and ten field goal. Um, I might just... This F note's really hard when it comes to this, because especially a game like this where a whole bunch of people just did their job, and at points they didn't do it well. Um like Donovan Mitchell and Murray just switched mentalities at halftime. They're like, all right, well, I'm going to take off and you sit down there and you miss every shot from now on. And okay. But <laughs> uh, I, I, I already gave it to Donovan Mitchell. Um, it just his first half performance, not his entire game. But I, I guess another one, one would be just the Jazz's or the Jazz's, the team um, rebounding performance would probably be my real f note uh c note of the game goes to mike conley he had 14 points eight assists three rebounds one steal and plus minus of 17 i was going to give it to mitchell but then i saw that plus minus of 17 that conley had and that's super important that that tells me that he was playing very good defense when he was on the court and uh the ball was moving and baskets were getting made while he was on the court as well and donovan mitchell had a negative six um, so that's what made me overall pick Conley, even though Mitchell, I believe did save this game for us at the end props to him. Um, but just that first half, you know, uh, just really killed. Um, but anyways, B no goes to Rudy Gobert with 15 points, 13 rebounds, one assist, two blocks, one steal. This guy was, I guess the rock. He was the only one fighting for rebounds every single possession and losing a lot of it because he was the only one down there. Um, so major props to Rudy on this game. A note goes to Jordan Clarkson with 23 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, and 1 block. Um, next game is a first of a Pelicans back-to-back. So we're going to be at home for both those games. And we're going to play the Pelicans two games in a row. That starts on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Then I believe they play again on Thursday and it will be on national TV for the first time this season for the Utah Jazz. Ridiculous um, that we can't get on more national televised events. Don't really care anyways because I don't want to hear about, you know, I don't want to listen to the announcers drooling over (laughs) the other team like they always seem to do whenever uh, the Jazz play anybody. It seems like 
especially with the Pelicans. They're playing the Pelicans, so listen, you just check out the announcers. They're just gonna drool all all over. Uh, uh, I want to say Lamelo Bar uh, Ball, but it's not Lamelo. It's uh, man. Why can't I think of his name now? It's not Lamelo because Lamelo is doing a lot better than. Uh, uh, man, I can't even remember his name. This is terrible. Uh, but anyways, listen to him, them uh, drool all over. Uh, uh, oh man, what I, I have to look up his name. I'm I'm looking it up now because it is bugging me so bad right now. Oh, he didn't play uh, this last game. Oh, my goodness. This is making me look really bad right now. I can't think of his name. It is killing me. Oh, my goodness. Bear with me. I'm so sorry. Uh, we have Steven Adams that we got to go against now. And... Uh, if we you all don't know, Steven Adams has Rudy Gobert's number, so that doesn't really help us either. I was I was excited because they got rid of uh, well not didn't get rid of but Drew Holiday left the Pelicans, um, so I was really excited to see that. Then I remembered that Steven Adams does play for them now, and he seems to have Rudy's number because he is very aggressive when it comes to. Um, rebounding and all of this and making him very uncomfortable into this game. Um, buh, 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 buh. I am going to not catch the slack on this one. Uh, Lamelo Ball is his brother. And Lonzo Ball. <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing that I took that long to remember his name. But anyways, just listen to the if he plays this game because I think he's been out due to COVID protocols. But just oh, he's such a great passer, and then uh, Zion Wilson, how inspirational he is or whatnot. I'm I'm bitter. I'm a bitter person. So let's go over to the ninth games and see how uh, the Western Conference teams performed. So the Dallas Mavericks lose to the Bulls one seventeen one hundred one. Man, what is going on with Dallas? Um, the Pelicans beat the Kings 128 to 123. And let's see if he played this game. Um, kind of get a preview of who we're looking at because I know they've had kind of COVID plague through them. Um, yeah, Alonso uh, Ball, now I remember his name. Yay. Uh, did not play this game. So um, hopefully he's doing okay. Um, anyways, uh, the Clippers beat the Pacers, pound the Pacers, Pacers actually, 129-96. to 96. Um, And then the Thunder 76ers games was postponed because I believe 76ers are having a COVID issue themselves as well. Um, let's go into the standings right now. We are number three still behind the Clippers and Lakers. The Clippers do win tonight, and we kind of overtook them for like 20 minutes on the standings. And... We're currently one full game ahead of Phoenix because they only have seven and four, one nine and four. So we're doing very well this season. Uh, last season we actually started off pretty well as well. Um, I think we ended up being like first place, and then we went into that losing streak, and it really hurt us. So, anyways, thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, subscribe on Instagram, please, uh, if you haven't. 
because I like to getting get people's uh, thoughts of what they feel, especially on the direct messages when people tell me that you know that they like some segments segments that I talk about this game and I definitely keep it going on that way it stays in there. So again, thanks for listening and of course, go jazz. <laughs>